It might work out. Yeah, you it'll know? work out. Who knows? Where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's will, there's Jada. Ooh. That's actually C-Ray's Walls. That's a C-Ray's Walls bar. I, I love that Love that line. Okay. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> also, shout out to C-Ray's Walls. <laughs> shout out to C-Ray's Walls. You know, I, I always quote <laughs> a uh, C-Ray's Wall. I always say we rock open toes like we got Birkenstocks. Every time like I yeah. I see somebody <laughs> wearing, wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> and whenever someone says where well, there's a will, I go, there's Jada. And then it's like no one knows what the fuck I'm Yo, talking about. That's fucking funny as yeah, shit, man. C-Ray's Walls is... Shout out to C-Ray's Walls. That's a deep cut for, for all the hip-hop heads out there. Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 129 for the week of August 20th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Skitty bop bop! Yeah, it's me. <laughs> if you didn't know, yeah, yeah. it's me. It's, it's no one else. We're back. Uh, we're back, and we're, we're testing out a different formula. Yeah, week. we're we're in a different room. It's actually kind of nice. It is nice, and I this like is this. not as uncomfortable because the mic yeah. is not so bad. I'm holding the mic. Yeah, you're holding the mic. Yeah, I'm like leaning into my desk right now. Yeah, because I forgot my laptop at work. But I, do, I don't use my laptop from work. I yeah. use my girlfriend's laptop yeah. because our other laptop died. <laughs> Um, but I was going to bring my laptop from work, but then I forgot it, yeah. but it's probably good because I shouldn't be using company property. Yeah. So, but I'm using my PC in, in the, in the and desk. It's, it's in working work out so far. So, so far, nothing's broken. Yeah. Uh, and it's a nice cool day in New York City. Yeah. A nice cool day. In Brooklyn. We don't Rainy. need AC, but, uh, what's going on, man? How's your week? Chilling. Uh, it's been fun. It was a cool last week. It was really mellow and short. It felt nice. Um, yeah, same. Uh, luckily this weekend, the trains are running. In oh, area, which is like surprising. The L train too. So yeah, I was, I was doing a bunch of fucking L train research. <laughs> <You're a story laughs> my, now. my dissertation yeah, on expert. the L train MTA. Um, yeah, and apparently they're they're not starting that every weekend shutdown until October. Okay. So in October, like late to October, they're doing like fifteen weeks leading up to April. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. Yeah. Um, so if you're here, don't um, even just, come here. Yeah. Just beware. Just like don't even go to Jersey. You're like I woke up the other day, like Saturday, yesterday, Saturday. Like I woke up at six, just leave the house at like six thirty or something like that, just so I can get it. I got to work super early. I was like just standing around, like <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself, walking around. Yeah. So I just went and got breakfast and shit. So sometimes that's good though. Yeah. Like sometimes that happens to me, and I get to work at like eight thirty. I'm like, let me go get a coffee. But the thing about the city that like fucks me up is that they don't give a shit about like weekenders you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah yeah it's yeah. like the weekend it's like fuck you dude you're on your own yeah we're, we're done yeah monday through friday <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're on your own bitch yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um, sucks. what about you how's your week been uh it's pretty good same with same thing happening here just kind of a slow week i had i, I was a little bit burnt out earlier in the week but i yeah. think it's um a, another testament to just like learning when to take a break take mm. mental breaks you know like do other things outside of games i think it's nice. like important that we stress that sometimes like hey maybe go pick up a book or maybe go watch a movie right. or, or like go walk around even yeah. go grab a coffee so just doing a bit of that like for my own mental health i think is important but um other than that just trying to keep it uh trying to keep it moving there was like a really good hashtag the other day maybe we'll put that in the questions maybe i'll throw that in the questions cool. later on but it was like hashtag share your rejections oh yeah i saw that that was really cool yeah yeah so i was I like oh, you shared man, some stuff too. i've got plenty yeah. of rejection stories <laughs> i got plenty of rejection stories uh but um 
Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that later just because yeah. I feel like it's, it's important every now and then to realize that everyone's human. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone gets rejected and kind of... But it, it is hard to lose sight of that because of the like the social media era that we live in. Right. Where everybody's right. trying to put their best foot forward and like yeah. the positivity and like just, you know, kind of showing off. Like you want to be proud of what you do. So I don't blame people for putting up, you know, the dope shit that they're doing. Of course. You yeah, know? Yeah, but, yeah. But then also it's like everyone's a brand now. Mm-hmm. So you can't have like the ugly side of the brands. Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like I, I try my best to not put that out there on twitter and stuff but like well we can talk about it a little bit yeah, later yeah, yeah. but um yeah man other than that it's been a, it's been a nice week i'm just you know happy to be alive it's yeah. been it's a good time to be alive and plenty of good games to play while we are still alive so um jumping into what we've been playing this week uh a little bit more of the usual suspects for me just like right off the right off the top um treasure tracker still playing that on my commutes really, like really how far along uh how many levels are there there's like there's so they're i think they split up into five like books Groups? Yeah, 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 yeah and then i'm on the second book i'm like towards the end of the second book so it's, it's actually like a decent amount of content i think if you have a switch i think it's like the perfect travel game because like they're little bite-sized levels and you can repeat them if you want really really cool game i've also been d- jumping back into overwatch trying to get some just summer skins also just been oh yeah what are those uh th- there's a there's a new diva one she's like she's got like a little cute bikini on and That's like cool. the new uh lucio ball <laughs> It's funny, I said that the other day in a meeting, and Lucille my boss, Ball. Stephen, was, yeah, I was like, did you say Lucille Ball? I was like, no, no, she's not in the game yet. Uh, but yeah, the oh. new Lucio Ball uh, stage is actually um, set in Busan, which is oh, in, cool. South, which is yeah, in South, Korea. South Korea. And I went there. Yeah. I went there on my last trip, and I was like, oh, this, I, I saw, like, played the, I played the match. First of all, I don't like that mode. It's shitty Rocket League. I don't know why anyone who plays it. Yeah. If you play it, and if, I don't know, tell me, teach me why, like, it's cool and not boot up Rocket League, but um, <laughs> but the, what's cool is that like the the world outside is just like all of like Busan, but it's like a futuristic version. And That's I've cool. been there, and it captures the vibe of that city so well. And I, it makes me want to go back and like stay there for longer than a day because I was only there for like a day. Nah, though, they got zombies. Oh yeah, it's fuck, true. Yeah, it's the that. last last <laughs> last train. Um, so yeah, besides that, also there was a game that we we saw during like the Xbox compilation trailer at the uh, at the at the conference in 2016? 17. 17. 17. Yeah. And um, it was a game called Deep Rock Galactic. So you play, it's like a four-player co-op shooter where you go with like three friends and you play these little, like, you play as dwarves exploring these caves. I believe they're procedurally generated. I could be wrong. But um, you have to like mine through these caves and you have guns and you have to like uh, look for specific um, elements. And then you have a little bot that comes with you that you have to deposit them in. You have to escort it back to the ship later on. And then it becomes sort of like a, a shooter side of things. So you yeah. can like... Like a little bit of cool platforming, tower defense, um, tower defensey kind of vibes. Really, really fun. Uh, I got a couple codes for it. I threw one to uh, one of our, one of our listeners in the in the Discord, and we still have one more code up. If anyone wants to play uh, with us, take let me that. know. Take that code because it seems like it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely a game that you want to play with other people. Yeah, um, it, it also is in early access, so if you don't get the code, I think it's I remember like that, that was one of the standouts for us. We were like yeah. super hyped about. It. I was like, "What is that dwarf game?" And then we never heard anything about it. So right, it right. is cool to see that it actually is coming out. Yeah, yeah. And, so you know, Xbox will be getting another game yeah it's, it's gonna be <laughs> pc cool. and xbox exclusive so i want to play more of it I, I feel like it could totally be my jam uh yeah. so i just like would love to play with people that i can talk to uh but besides <clears throat> that i've been sort of addicted to my new obsession right now i see it's a game that came out of nowheres it and uh, i got a code for it and so it's, it's a game called death's gambit it's like a, it's basically like a 2d action rpg very uh dark souls like from what everyone's been telling me mm-hmm. i never played those games so for me this is kind of like my weird bumble into the genre yeah because when they first when they, those games first came out and they just basically defined a new genre and so many games have been inspired by them this one included i was like no i don't want anything to do with these games <laughs> like they're super they look super tough yeah. I, I, I heard about how hard they were 
And that's kind of not where I was in my like my mental space at the time as like a as a gamer. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm like a little older, a little wiser, I want to like jump into those games. So this game is basically that, but it's also like 2D. It's got like a couple. Uh, it's got a little bit of like a Metroid influence. It's like medieval night stuff, but then there's like some pretty cool like interesting lore things that happen as, as the story unfolds how, how do they so tell story cool. in that game so you start off as a as a guy who like awakes from battle like barely alive and you make a contract with death to stay to basically stay alive mm-hmm. and like i think you have to like you're trying to like save some some loved ones and so that that's like the hook in in, in terms of like why you can't die so they they contextualize mm. why you can't die so you sign you sign a contract with death the cool thing is is that contract shows up in your inventory so you can actually oh, so it's like, like an item. It's an item. So you can actually shred it, and then you, it becomes a permadeath game. So if you oh, die, you lose everything. That's pretty cool. Really, really cool shit. So, so you don't even have to, like it could become a challenge run. Exactly. That's yeah. So cool. So I've been I have not been playing it that way. I've, I like <laughs> yeah, keep that contract that. there. But it, what's so cool is that like um, it has the sort of uh, typical stat management stuff that you can like you can expect from those kind of games. From what I've been told, again, I, I haven't played those games. But um, so the more you the I guess the souls in this game are shards, mm-hmm. and then you spend those shards to basically buy equipment or, or learn abilities or then upgrade your stats. Uh, you can also like enchant items. So there's like a little bit of like a um, Diablo vibe there. It's just like a perfect amalgamation of like every game that i love in terms of like that rpg element i like how you you uh, i was watching the stream with you and heather the other day Mm. and uh you had a cool like little uh analogy where you're saying well it's basically like a stumbling upon like a um a cover of a song that and then discovering the artist yeah and the original song yeah i was like that's so cool that's a really good way to put it thanks yeah that's how i feel about this game because i know it's obviously like very influenced influenced by dark souls and bloodborne and and neo and all these other games Mm -hmm. and i've and now I've sort of I can appreciate what those games offer, and now I'm super curious about jumping back into like a Dark Souls remastered or Neo. I, or run, I want you to, man, and I want to too because like, there's those games, and there's like Hollow Knight, which is like obviously been super influenced by that. There's Dead Cells, the same thing. Like it spawned an entire genre of these kinds of games or these kinds of like mechanics uh, that I'm really curious now about, like like finding the origins of them. So. Did- How'd you feel about Dead Cells? Because I know a lot of people have been playing that lately. And that's uh, been on. You I, played a little bit of it? No, I, I watched uh, my coworker Chris play it. Okay. And it looks dope. I want to jump into that game, but probably after I play Hollow Knight, because I've heard so much about Hollow gotcha. Knight that I want to jump into that. And But I'm, that, I'm a little afraid, though, that I might get burnt out mm. like very quickly. So I'm trying to that pace myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm I, just wondering like, what about this game specifically got its hooks in you? For, for Death's Gambit? Yeah. So. I really, really love the art style. Mm-hmm. I love the like animation. I love the music. Everything about it as a as a package as a whole, just like ticks so many boxes for me. And the cool thing is, is I forgot to mention, every time you die, uh, or not every time you die, but every once in a while, uh, the story will unfold. So the more you die, the more you find out about your character's background. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So it's cool. really cool. So like, if you die, sometimes you're rewarded in a way. Wait, so how does it do it? Like a cutscene or something? It's or? a cutscene, or like it's a playable like dream sequence. Oh, that's or cool. so it's it's really really weird. It, it like it fucks with you a lot, which I which I like on a on a scale of like eternal darkness where mm. sometimes you'll be doing something and then like something weird like it'll be a flash and you're in another place and you're like what the fuck's going what, on what did i do like, like literally up is down down is up oh, like your wow. controls are reversed and it takes a lot of re- really weird risks and i love that shit like, i love when games just like don't care and they start doing weird things and i've also discovered i don't want to give anything away because i feel like everyone should at least consider playing this game because I, I know it's getting like kind of lost in the shuffle of dead cells hollow knight and uh like chasm and mm-hmm. all these other games but I think this one is super worth your consideration, um, especially because I just got to this area without giving away any spoilers. 
which like completely blew my mind and like I was not <laughs> expecting this. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool twist. And I and I, I couldn't I wasn't like leveled up enough to like completely explore it. Yeah. So I have to like table it and be patient and come back to it later. Like the first boss I encountered, I think I might have fought him over sixty times. Like I just died over and over oh, and over and over again. But like I, you know me, like I never play these kind of games. Right, right, right. And for whatever reason, this game. But the cool thing about that boss, though, the the, the cool incentive is every time you fight him, uh, you, there were like he spawns little like grunts, and you can kill those grunts and you get shards. And then if so, if you play long enough, you can spend those shards and you can continue to. Gotcha. Like, it's not like a waste of time. So it's like you're getting better every time. You're getting better. Yeah. You're getting stronger. Like statistically, you're getting better and you're you're more equipped to fight him. But the cool thing is, is even if you like, it, he starts off with a full bar of health and. Every time you fight him, if you if you uh, the farther you get along his life meter, it'll reward you. So if you pass the your last checkpoint, it'll give you an amount of shards to to as a reward. Uh, that's pretty cool. So it, it just constantly like nudging you to to, to progress. I do love that about these games that like you can kind of go any different direction, and yeah. uh, if you find maybe like a secret area or it's like these beautiful things, like you'll you'll come across it when if you start playing um, Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, there's a couple different areas in there. You're like, holy shit. Like, the level design is just yeah, insane. Yeah. That insane. sounds so exciting to me. Yeah. Because, like, now I, now I feel like, I mean, bringing it back to the music analogy, now I feel like I have this whole catalog that I want to explore mm-hmm. and that I want to get to learn to love. And it's exciting. It's like, it's finding, like, a new thing for the first time. I don't remember the last time I, I've done that before. And, and I try my best to, I'm so um, passionate about finding out why certain subsects of, like, gamers or, or even people who absorb culture are so fascinated by certain things. So like mm. I'll jump into an MMO and be like, why do, why do people love this so much? And I'd be like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get or it like, why. why do people like souls likes? And like, Oh, I get it now. Like for me, it used to be like a thing that I used to avoid, like mm. the plague, but now I'm like learning to love it. And it's exciting. It's exciting to like find the thing again and, and be passionate about a thing again. It's like, I mean, it's like a no brainer for a lot of people, but like there's probably a, ton no, of a lot of us don't that, jump you know, into other shit just because just right. for the, the, uh, you know the research <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's partially research but it's also like i am genuinely interested in like trying to find out like oh man yeah it, there there's there's definitely a satisfaction to like i truthfully speaking i don't like the kind of mega man experiences right but i played shovel knight a few years back on 3ds and i was like oh i get it like, right it, it's obviously like i don't think it's as hard as a mega man game but it's in that same vein and i don't know if you if you if you package it correctly and you give it to me like in, in the right sort of um experience then i'm like yeah i'm all in yeah this is like same thing when like you watch people play like rts's and stuff it's you're like why why like what's so fun about this and then you play one you're like oh this is yeah really good like dota or something i remember uh, there was a game that came out it was for free on steam i think it's still i think it is still free it's called battle right Mm -hmm. and it's basically like a um one of those class-based uh i forget what are they called again like what's the genre Uh, like league or like dota those kind of games and because of Overwatch, I understood the language of that game. Ah, so I understood like what a tank was. Right. I understood what like a healer did. I, I know what a lane what, is. Yeah, yeah, I know what a lane is. <laughs> and like it's cool that Overwatch packaged it in a way that like made me yeah, yeah, made yeah. it palatable for me. And now I'm like, oh let me go back and discover the hits, like the original hits, you know? So super, super dope game. I highly recommend checking out Death's Gambit. I'm almost done with it actually. That's I, cool. I started playing it this week and I've already poured over 17 hours into it. Well, so it's like probably like a 20, 25 hour game? Yeah, probably 20, 25 hours. If you decide <laughs> to like 
the other thing too is you can go back and fight the bosses again and th- there's so many different like weapons and uh different spells you can use like it's there's a like i you were talking about getting into wizard of legend which mm-hmm. i think you're going to talk about in a little yeah. bit and i feel like you would love death's gambit if it comes to switch i say get it on switch it's on ps4 as well it's on ps4 and pc right now only which is kind of a bummer like it would be perfect for right. a switch uh but i also like wouldn't mind playing it on the couch on my ps4 it's it's one of those games where you can definitely sink hours of time into it right and i do feel like it could be a perfect commute game in that way yeah i mean those games are kind of hard that way like sure you know just because you have to kind of be on the ball you know you gotta you can't really play, play this casually yeah you can't like look in every five seconds to see if your stop is yeah coming exactly so yeah. like if you're in the zone on the train just be careful like <laughs> yeah. you know set a timer or something word word um but that's dope man i'm, I'm glad that you know this is kind of so exciting because i, I kind of want to check it out it's so good i, I like i 100 percent recommend it um yeah let us know if you're playing this i think pito has it right I think Pito may have it. Yeah, um, I think he posted something the other day on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. It's just like kind of bad timing for the game because it's like it's also uh, the it's the, the Titanfall of <laughs> yeah for <laughs> real games. for real. So I feel like uh, we were streaming it the other day, me and Heather, yeah. and um, someone from like the Adult Swim team joined oh, cool. our chat because like that's like their job is yeah, to like yeah, go yeah. around and see who's streaming the game and talk to people in chat and answer questions. And they were saying that it's a two man team, which oh, is really wild. That's so cool because this game fucking rules. Yeah, uh, and I love it. It's like a love letter to yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool, and man. it's cool that it's got me someone who's like previously not really been into these kind of games now into them. So it, it's a really cool way to. I just man, I can't say enough about this game. It's most likely gonna end up in my top ten of the year. Yeah. At the end of the year, I just feel like it's. I'm gonna. Sing That's its dope, praises. man. It's yeah. such a <laughs> you're game. really into it. Yeah, I'm like, super into it. You gotta see Paul's faces. <laughs> it's, I'm glowing. Uh, and then on top of that, I, I watched Heather play uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for Switch. Oh, cool! Like the demo. The yeah, demo's yeah, out yeah. now, and we streamed it on on our on our Twitch page the other day. And you uh, you picking up your DS again? Uh, no. But you can transfer it over to the Switch, yeah. Uh, which like your your save over to the Switch, which is cool. But I also feel like we so we had codes put up on our in our Slack channel. That's kind of a, how we pick codes sometimes. Like codes will get sent to us, and we put extras in the channel, and we'll grab them. And there were like three there, and I was like, uh, <laughs> like bidding wars, know. like mm, I don't know. Yeah, I put my hand down. <laughs> like after. Really, I really enjoyed Monster Hunter World, of and I, I really enjoyed the quality of life improvements that that game offered. Yeah. However. I did miss some things from the previous Monster Hunter games. Like I missed like the hunter styles or whatever they were called. Yeah. I missed like the the uh, the amount of monsters that were in yeah. Generations Ultimate. And so there are things about it that I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I could get into it. I also really, really, the, the one thing I miss the most, it's like not even, I, I, in my opinion, it's like the core feature of Monster Hunter is like getting in the same room with like you and Suhel and Ray and playing together. So like we're like in the same room doing right. it. Like nothing beats that. No, it, it's yeah. It is uh what was missing with world. Right. And like like you said, the variety is what kind of took me off, mm-hmm. you know, took yeah. took me out of it. Uh I wanted more monsters. I was like, just put I was like, give me some like two D skin of a fucking monster. Yeah, <laughs> give me the cardboard version. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like just put some more in there. Yeah. Like the challenges are cool enough. Um it was funny because that you said that because um uh, Toshi hit me up yesterday. He was like, "Yo, me and Ray are trying to fight the Behemoth," and I was like, "Damn, I'm at work. This fucking sucks." And then Ray hit me up. He's like, "Yo, the Behemoth." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Hell yeah, that's really cool." Like, I I, I do want to get back into that game, but I'm yeah. also interested in like Ultimate. So like, yeah, 
If you guys want to get a Switch group together, let's do it. I'm always down for Monster Hunter. Like, that's one of my favorite games ever. I'm just like now... And I loved Ultimate, so... I'm getting to a place now where I know when I'm going to bounce off of a game. Yeah. And this has, like, a very likely chance of me yeah. bouncing right off it's of it. It's one of those games that, like, you got to be all in with. Right. You know? Um, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, what was the verdict? How was the demo? It was good. It was, it was good. good. Um, I mean, it's, like, solid. It's solid Monster Hunter. It runs nicely. It, Does it, it look all right? It looks fine. It looks like a really good... I mean, it looks much better than the 3DS version, but it still looks like a Wii U so, game. Yeah. You know, like it still doesn't look like, it obviously does not look anything like World. Right, right, um, right. But it looks fine. Because I remember I like after playing like PSP version and then going to the DS version, it was a little, I was like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like the way to play this game is probably in handheld mode because uh, we played it on like a giant 65 inch. It's <laughs> not it. Ugh, yeah, it's not the this. one. So I feel like if you're in handheld, it probably looks really good. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, for me, uh, I've been playing a ton of Wizard of Legend. This is my uh, hop. If I got to take a shit, <laughs> hop on the toilet, you know, like right. I'll just play a couple rounds. And like, I don't know. I just I found a, a nice set of spells now that i just feel like a beast and like my starting relic you get like relics uh which give you like a a power up of something so i have these like gloves it's like like a woman's like long (laughs) gown gloves gloves. yeah it's it's like it's like that and it extends like my uh my melee remember manny had a pair of those (laughs) like randomly like what the fuck oh shit what the fuck is going on (laughs) i remember uh we sorry blew out your ears but i remember we had uh (laughs) We got those from like prom. <laughs> like he stole them from like the prom oh my place. God. He was like, "Yo, look, that's <laughs> he had all these gloves." Allegedly, 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 he allegedly stole. Them. Yeah, yeah, he borrowed them. Um, yeah, but I got one of those, and it like it like extends my melee um, uh, combo. And then I have this power up that makes my melee come out like super fast, so I can just spam it. Mm-hmm. It's like a bar, a cooldown. Yeah. Oh man, it's so cool. And then I have this other spell. It's like a fucking. I don't know what's going on with my mic, guys. Sorry, hold on real quick. I'm holding it, by the way. So. Yeah, we're we're having a little bit of a ghetto yeah, setup. Yeah, really week, got a but, ghetto you know. setup, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, and uh, I feel like I'm hot. Yeah, I'll turn you down a little yeah, bit here. Give me the. Sorry. Go for it. Hot mics. Um, yeah, yeah, and I got this other spell. It's like uh, I don't know if you ever watched Naruto, but it's basically his his main move, the Rasengan. Okay. And it like sucks people in and pushes them away. It's great. Nice. And I've been fucking wrecking, man. I, I love doing that in Diablo, which we'll talk about. In yeah, a second. I um. I went, like, I've been getting to further than I've ever gotten in, like, one go, and I feel, like, super confident. Like, I'm never, like, oh, nice. sh- I'm not struggling with it um, until I get to the second boss, and I'm like, fuck, I can't beat him. Because you don't get a lot of health back, so you have to, like, be strategic about what you're buying and, like, what you're actually picking up. So if you get a nice set of spells and, you know. Get that rhythm going. Yeah, you get Hell a nice yeah. rhythm. You, you feel like a god in this game. Yep. Uh, other than that, I uh, I re-downloaded a game that I neglected and I'm determined now to get through. Interesting. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. Uh, what the hell made you want to go back to that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I was watching like a Tekken stream. Ah, <laughs> and then someone was playing Noctis. Noctis. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, people love this character. I like the game a little bit, but yeah. I bounced off of it ultimately. And I got back into it, and I'm loving it. They, they like improved it though since you last played, I believe, right? I think so, but I don't know what. I I just know I have a monster truck now as my main car. Nice. That was cool. I kind of want to get it on PC. I, it's a beautiful game still. Yeah. I was like, this game holds up fairly well. Like, like I, it's I, a little rough around the edges if sure. you don't have like a pro or something. But sure, sure, sure. Uh, it's great, and the sound and the music is phenomenal. Final man. Fantasy music is like bar none. <sighs> they have this like this main theme. 
and it's just so delightful and relaxing and i don't know this game is so different than any game i've ever played where it's like an open world final fantasy game where yeah. you're just piling around with your buds it, it is a really weird game and I'm addicted to like cooking food and <laughs> catching fish and shit. Love that shit. Nah, it's it's fun, man. And I've been doing like a lot of bounties and just trying to catch up with the game. Cause at first, like jumping in, I'm like, I don't know how to play this at all. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I like had to learn it, relearn it. And I'm like really into it now. Nice. So I'm like wholly invested in this nice. game. Nice. Awesome. And I, I haven't beaten a, a Final Fantasy game since seven. So, Damn, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, same for me. Yeah, I'm not a real big fan of those games, so. Yeah, I never finished them. Yeah. I never finished yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, Seven's the only one thing I've ever actually, finished. Actually, no, the last one I finished was um, the one on PSP, the prequel to Seven. Advent Rising? No, that's the movie. That's the movie. Uh, Cry- Chrono Crisis. Crisis Core. Crisis Core. There yeah, you go. Crisis. Nice. <laughs> I was like, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Crisis. Trigger. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. Like, Dope. Which is cool, because like, I feel like I, I don't finish a lot of games, and this feels like it'll feel good when I'm done. Yeah. You know? like I feel like there's like a... So, having talked about Death's Gambit and Wizard of Legend, yeah. I mean, like, our, our, I, this is like my, my getaway of transitioning over to the news, but like, one of the major stories this week was Diablo 3 officially being announced on Switch. Ugh. And I feel like, you know, there's... There's Dead Cells now. I mean, Dead Cells is different. Yeah. Uh, Wizard of Legend is more similar to a Diablo because you can play it with friends. I think it's two-player co-op? Yeah, it's two-player co-op, but local. Local, right. So this this has the advantage of being online. It mm. also was like has so much content. It's also a Blizzard game. It's like it's a, it's a banger. Yeah, I played a little bit of it with uh, Toshi and Bo, and then they just kind of jumped a couple levels, and I was like, this is not fun for me. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to sort of, like, be on it, or it's like Monster Hunter. Yeah, if, right. Or you get left behind. You do get left behind, yeah. And there's like, there's a bit of me that, like, so this would be the, the third time I've bought this game. I remember the first time you got this game. Yeah. That was an intense, like, those, first that apartment. weekend was crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, me and Yang were, like, our laptops, our shitty, like, MacBook, MacBook Pro. Like, not loading it kept crashing servers were, yeah, down. servers were down so i bought it then I, then i bought it again on ps4 and i loved how it felt on controller mm-hmm. i think i personally think if and you can fight me on this i think diablo 3 controls better on a controller than it does a mouse keyboard what what uh, what would be the advantage of a mouse keyboard? um of a mouse yeah I guess you have the advantage of like the keyboard most mostly is like having ah, access to all the you. things like yeah. all your abilities Spells like quick. Yeah. But I feel like movement on a controller feels so much better. I don't like to click to move, mm. um, but uh, I think you could probably change that too. But either way, I love the way it feels on controller. And me and Yang played it also uh, together on the couch. It's like the perfect couch game. Yeah. And the the cool thing about Diablo on Switch is not only can you get your friends together, but let's say me and Yang are hanging out. Uh, I can just put it in tabletop mode and the two of us can play like sharing Joy-Cons, which is fucking cool. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. I wish, um, yeah, the, get, the thing about this game also, it's like, you don't know if you don't like a class until like way later. Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh shit, I thought I was going to get cooler shit. Yeah. And I just didn't. So I was like, I picked like the hunter class or whatever. It was like uh, the, 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 the range. Arrow. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't really like this. Yeah. And all my friends were doing really, like major work and like... <laughs> over here like i should have picked the necro dancer yeah. or whatever that thing is yeah that, the last time i played it was before necromancer i think came out i think that that dlc when it came out i remember like it made a big splash but this makes me curious to jump back into it especially now that like you know everyone has a switch and i feel like everyone's probably going to jump back into it when it comes out on switch i'm not gonna lie i'll probably get it because like yeah. there is something to like about that game and it looks cool especially like in-game content like those crazy dungeons where yeah shit is super hard and tough and oh, it's, a, it's a good game yeah it's a um, solid the loot, game the loot 
Yeah, even and I mean, building onto the hype this this week, they launched or they released a Gamescom trailer for Battlefield Five. Man, and I think so. First of all, the game looks incredible. Everyone yes. everyone knows this already. Uh, but they tease at the at the very end of it their battle royale mode, and it's like a We're ring of fire. It's, it's got to be. Like, it's, I think it's it a, it's a it's a circle of fire like closing in. I love that idea. That's that's incredible. That is pretty cool. Um. So yeah. The, I mean, I was already hyped about this game as is, but now even more so, like because I'm very curious to see how a battle royale game works in the Battlefield series. It could work really well. It could also just be like, oh, I don't play it. Yeah. It's not even worth it. But I, I think that's the kind of safe thing that they're doing. It's like just another mode, right? You know, I yeah. think like you, I, I, you said this a few weeks ago, but like battle royale will just be another standard mode that we are just you know yeah, that like we just have yeah exactly yeah. it's like i don't want to play that right now right um but th- what'd you think oh man it looks incredible man yeah, it looks pretty cool I- i'm like i don't know how i feel about vehicles being in the battle royale mode there was like a tank that oh, came out yeah. of the trees and I was i'm like, into that i don't know is I'm that is that. it gonna be op well i mean think about how that's true i could take down a tank though. yeah if you could take down a tank but also think about somehow m- miraculously being like in the small town that winds up being the center but like fortifying it, right? And oh, imagine getting like two shit. tanks, like with mines, and then like, yo, that oh god, <laughs> I'm so ready for this game. Yeah, no, this this game looks great. I'm super. And super they showed excited. off some like new, you know, levels and shit. And like that, the game looks great. It looks new weapons. It looks amazing. I can't wait to like jump into it and like, I don't know, man. Now that I mean, I'm still debating on what I'm gonna get it for, but it's probably gonna wind up being both PC and PS4. Just get it for PC, dude. I'm gonna get it for PC. PC. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, yeah, I'm obviously gonna get it for don't PC. Don't deprive yourself. But I also like want to play with everybody too. You know. I mean, but that's the price we pay for not <laughs> being ballers. Nah, man. <laughs> but that's like you know I could you know. Nah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I have a pro too, so it looks really good on the oh, pro. That's true, that's true. I think um, I want to get a pro soon. So nice. Uh, on our last story this week, man, we talked about it last week, but yeah, it's... the saga continues. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Yeah, who knew that that was the tip of the iceberg? But apparently, so our last story is IGN. Uh, this is from Kotaku from yeah. Jason Schreier. IGN pulls ex editors' posts after dozens more plagiarism accusations surface. Uh, so the plot thickens, as we all know. Um, uh, this guy Philip Musin talked about how uh, that was just sort of like an isolated incident. And he he sort of actually he didn't really apologize to it, no. but um, it, find, it, it it turns out that a lot more of his pieces that ran on IGN were um, plagiarized. Some one of them, I think, was even um, plagiarized from a fellow coworker at IGN. Wow! And some of them were him like reading, or I think he, I think it was on a video or something. But he was like literally reading from Wikipedia articles. His his resume had things lifted from other places. So, um, <laughs> so I told you, man, he was he habitual. He had a ghostwriter for his resume. Yeah, he had a ghostwriter for everything. That's yeah. kind of wild. Man. We thought Drake was bad. This is like yeah, this is wild. I mean. <sighs> You can't. He now there's no redemption for this guy. Yeah. So he like called the internet's bluff and let, like that's one thing you don't do. You can't. You Especially can't, to like a reporter. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Who's really good at their job? Like, who already found other shit on you? You know, it's weird. Uh, so he was like, I, I don't have shit on me. You can check. Like that's like giving your girl your phone. It's like go go ahead, and she looked through it. You got mad like, shit. Yeah, yeah. You were hoping that they that would be enough to make deter them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that that sucks, man. Uh, I thought there was like some redemption for this guy, but there is none. Yeah, and some people from IGN uh, they they tweeted out some stuff. Like Justin Davis, um, he's the editorial manager at IGN. Was like he quoted, uh, he said he tweeted. 
quote, deeply disappointed and upset that it's looking more and more likely that we were that we unwittingly hosted work that was directly lifted from or at best heavily derived from others. I assure you that we are taking very active steps to remove it all and make it right. I feel betrayed, end quote. And then uh, video boss friend Mirabella yeah. uh, tweeted out, I think he tweeted out, or he wrote, um, tonight IGN took down more content over concerns from uh, some of the work by Philip may have been copied. After 18 years as I at IGN as a reviewer, a producer, it's despicable. Authors and supporters affected. I'm sorry. Nobody at IGN stands for this. This is a personal statement of my own, end quote. Shout out to Fran. Yeah, man. Pretty wild story. Like, I mentioned last week the movie Shattered Glass, which is based on, like, an actual story of a reporter who yeah. just, like, cooked up some, like, fake bullshit. And it's, I mean, now that you know the spoiler of, like, what happened in that movie, like, it's still worth watching because it's still really cool to see, A, how... um like a newsroom works. I think mm. it's like something that I think is yeah. very vital nowadays is like that people, most people don't know, especially like in the, in the era of like Facebook and, and shitty, you know, news stories and, and people with like ignorant, um, they just don't have any sort of understanding of how news and journalism functions. They think it's like, uh, they've just been fed lies. And I think it's important to understand how it works. Um, just to also better educate yourself. And, and this movie shows you the, the steps that go that are involved in terms of like, fact-checking things and like cross-checking it reminds me of that uh season of the wire yeah yeah when that reporter was just lying and shit yeah just straight up that was a good that was good like a look into the news News room too um but yeah man it's it's such a shame it's like the like the cardinal sin that you're not supposed to do like one of the things i and we talked about it last week but even for like dead or not dead cells for death's gambit i remember like every time I write something, I'm I'm also like thankfully, everyone I work with has been trying to like, you know, get me to inject my voice in there a bit yeah. more, and sound less like we talked about before, like you know, fluid combat and like all these generic things that people say all the time. And and I think it's important to also like inject your voice in there because it makes it unique, it makes it different, it comes from like a personal perspective that people can rely on and stuff. But like the kind of betrayal that that must that happens when something like this, uh, unfortunately. Yeah goes down it sucks man it's gonna take a while to like i think ign's gonna be fine obviously in the long run but this is a thing that like you know it's gonna fuel those fucking people out there who are already you know causing shit it's just like not a good look but it's also gonna make people want to be better too like it's gonna make people be like yo no one's coming from my shit you know yeah i think that's it's good to see some fuck shit sometimes yeah <laughs> and it's also yeah it's, it's i mean if anything it's a lesson i think it's, it's an important yeah. lesson and i was able to find a mirror of that apology video and I, I watched it like off of some like archived like site and man it was uh it's just like you mentioned it it was like super inauthentic he i'm like i don't like to you know speculate too much but it, it, it felt like like man i hope that dude finds help i hope he's like okay you know like yeah i, I don't want him to obviously nah, like, i mean you know shame on you but like Word. don't don't do anything to him i hope you know stop. yeah or you don't like don't do anything him, to yourself you know like yeah. i hope he really comes out of this like and it's a shame you gotta be did, better like you gotta just gotta be better man yeah you gotta you gotta do a little better learn from it hopefully you can get back on your feet if you like writing keep writing dog like but yeah you fucked up fucked up man <laughs> you might, like not for nothing man at the same time like just go live in a cabin somewhere or like <laughs> that, that's the thing it's like if you're doing fuck shit and you know you're wrong and you don't get caught and then you get rewarded, you're like, you feel invincible. Right. Just do everything. 
Sheesh. <laughs> my son got a job off the off the fakeness, you know, like off of somebody else's shit. Yeah, and you got to wonder how long he was living his life like that. Like he thought that was just another way. There, to... there has to be something about him charismatic enough to have sure. played that off, you know, like yeah. to fake the funk for so long. You have to have some sort of, you know, for <laughs> people to believe quality. you. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something in there that, you know. Maybe go back to YouTube and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, some, man. I just hope you... It's wild. I don't know. Yeah. Before we jump into the second half of the show, we just want to thank our sponsors, you all, our listeners. Our show is 100% listener-supported thanks to our very own Patreon. Uh, Donating to the Patreon means we can deliver the show to you guys every week. So if you dig the show and want to help keep the show alive, please check it out at patreon.com slash the optional and give us whatever you can. You can give us a dollar. Dollar. Five dollars. Y'all help us, you know, get two mixers, maybe a better mixer, because this one's like... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like on the on the end here. Yeah, it's, it's done as well. It's Three been, years, man. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we can get a studio. I will remember. Thank <laughs> you for... <laughs> yeah, weird. Thank you. What's good, Optional Podcast fam? This is Khalif Adams, the captain of the SS Chicago, coming through from Spawn on Me, and shouting you all out here at the Optional, saying, yo, every Tuesday... You should come through and come hang out with me, Cicero Holmes, Sharif Jackson, Tanya to Pass, while we talk about conversations around gaming and race, and also spotlight people of color in the gaming industry. You can do that on iTunes, NPR One, and Stitcher, and everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Much love to you all, and peace. Yeah, we get to questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com and we'll read them on the show. You can also just hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at the optional NYC, or if you're in the Discord, you know what to do. Uh, Ray uh, tweeted at us a uh, question. Shout out to Ray. Ray. Uh, what two worlds in film would you love to see get a crossover? This is one of mine actually drawn out. Uh, oh, I think he, he included some photos. He said, got chills. What did he say? Got chills, what? Yeah, I forgot what the... What it was? Um, um, well, no, what do you say here? Got chills. Uh, if they even started this project, I got oh, so it, it was up. like a concept. Oh, um, so it, oh, so it's Star, Star Wars, Wars and Alien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. That's interesting, actually. I mean, it could happen. Uh, that's true. It's possible. It's I, possible. I do like the fact that Star Wars is broad enough that now they're starting to like basically use it as a. I mean, like universe as it, as it is. And they're just doing genre movies in them now. So, like, it's like, I don't know, like, uh, Rogue One is like an espionage movie. Um, Han Solo is like a heist film. Yeah. Also, like, high school school Star Wars. Yeah, high school Star Wars. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That would be kind of cool, but I think that's, like, a little too... I would love to see a Star Wars horror movie, but I don't want to see that. Because, like, Alien's kind of, like, super violent. Star Wars has never really been that. It seems, like, a little bit too much of a contrast and i feel like it'd be too much of like a cash-in in a way i would like a more tamed kind of version so like maybe like a uh like a born maybe he pops up in like a uh like a like a diehard or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay like something like that like something some, on the outskirts yeah, on the you outskirts. don't want to see bond yeah and born. i don't really no, want no, to no. see that shit but uh i don't know i want here's what i want to see all right let's go hear me out i'm hearing you Mission Impossible. I'm with it. Whatever it is. Whatever it's like. Yeah. It's like jelly. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. What, I mean, what maybe? And uh, Fast and Furious. Oh shit! Like imagine The Rock and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Together. I'll, I'll ride with you, Toretto. Yeah, they grab each other by the forearms. 
pull him really yeah. hard. <laughs> pull Tom Cruise. Pull his arm off. Uh, Ethan. I would love to see that. Ethan Hunt's the man. I haven't seen the new one, but I got to. Yo, it's really good. I got mad good. movies I got to see, but uh, so man, Mission Impossible's great. Uh, Fast and Furious is also great. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Like what other? It doesn't also have to be like an action movie. No, it could be a horror know. movie. It could be a uh, comedy. Uh, yeah. I would love to see like more comedic ghost movies. So maybe like a Ghostbusters and like a oh. Ring, <laughs> Ringu. <laughs> Jesus, it's just them like beating the shit out of this little girl. Oh, or I mean, I go back to action movies. Yeah. I think action movies are the easiest to do. There, something like The Raid meets they. You know what they need to do? They've done this in the cartoons, but they need to do the uh, the comic books. But they need to do um, G.I. Joe and Transformers already. Oh, yeah. I would love to see The Rock and fucking Jason Tatum, whatever his name is. Channing Tatum. T- <laughs> Who's Jason Tatum? You're thinking Jason Statham. Jason Statham Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Jason uh, Tatum. That's the, that's the name of this episode, Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah, or Jason uh, Statham and Channing Tatum and anything. Whoa, Statham and Tatum? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh yeah no they sh- they should do that GI Joe make a really good GI Joe film because they haven't done that yet. Shout out to the Rock. Shout out to the first two <laughs> yeah or the first three. Marlon Wayans was in the first one. Remember that? I didn't see it, but I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, oh that's cool. I remember being like, I don't want to see this, and I saw it like on HBO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, HBO yeah. West. <gasps> oh, I got <laughs> it. Was one. like Stars East. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit is like only on the East Coast. <laughs> I want to see uh, National Treasure. Oh my god! Hear me okay. out. All right, meets. Oh, what? No, no, I, I don't have. No okay, way National to... Treasure meets the Robert Langdon films. The uh, <gasps> what's that? The Origin. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. Yeah, Robert Langdon and uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. What's his What's his name in those movies? Silence. Do good. Fuck. Benjamin Franklin. Something Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Something. Right. Look it up. Because his name is Benjamin. Yeah. It's Benjamin Franklin. Uh, what's this movie called again? National Treasure. National Treasure. Here, my clicky ass <laughs> keyboard because I'm in my. It's a mechanical bitch. Uh, his name is Ben Gates. Ben Gates, yeah, Benjamin Franklin Gates and a Robert Langdon buddy mystery film. But somehow, The Rock is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's got to be like the the villain. Some he's the villain. People have been posting all these like um, it's like '90s. It's a Twitter uh, account, but it, people have been reposting it. It's like '90s wrestling. And like a lot of them are just like the rock talking shit. It's the it's like he's the, he's great. He literally is the most electrifying man in in entertainment. He's great. He's the greatest. Ugh, he's the goat. Even though I think he's corny. Yeah, he's super corny. He's the goat. <gasps> I want to see. Okay, hold on. All right, now we're t- now we're fucking doing this. I'm in it. Okay, I want to see Will Smith like reclaim his like blockbuster glory because he's had a couple duds. That would do. That would be cool. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought Bright was bad. But it wasn't like yeah. the the garbage fire that everyone was talking about. No, it's like, what is this movie? It had moments. Yeah, it did have some. Really it had cool like moments. moments with like the elf cholos or whatever. Elf cholos are cool. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this is kind of Will cool. Smith with a gun is cool. Dope. Always cool. Always dope. Like that's why I liked them as um, Deadshot. It was cool. Oh, I didn't see that movie. They don't. I don't fuck with the DC movies <laughs> at all. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> I can't, now I'm gonna watch Robert, it. Robert, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie. Yeah, she's yeah. dope. She's dope. I like her and everything. Um, but Will Smith with a gun is always a good and a mustache. Mustache is great. So I want to say, mustache. yeah, he he can rock a mustache. Yeah. I want to say Men in Black. They were gonna do Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street, which I think is fine. Sure, whatever. That's cool. But I want to see like Men in Black with something else. I don't know what. Yeah, what would be another cool kind of like 
all of these exist. Men in Black takes place in like the Westworld fucking age. <laughs> Transformers? Uh, maybe that it. might that might be cool, right? Aliens, yeah, because they're alien hunters. They are aliens. Or bad boys meets. Aren't they doing a bad boys forever movie? But like, it needs to cross over with something else. Bad boys Die meets hard. like fucking Axel Foley and shit. Oh, and they just shit. they just triple cop it up. That'd be kind of cool. What? Too much comedy on one screen, though. It might be too. I much. don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. We've we've had Expendables. We That's could do true. The, yeah. We could do the comedy version. The of comedy that. version of Yo. like buddy cops. Bad boys. Okay, so who, it's got to be like right. more than four, two franchises. Who's your, who's your favorite cops? So like bad boys. Bad boys. There's uh, Beverly Hills. Beverly cop. Hills cop. There's a there? cop and a half. <laughs> Remember that shit? Uh, what else is there? Um, oh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Oh. <gasps> shit. Let's do that. I'm sorry, guys. We've been talking about yeah, this for a while, damn, but this, be, this is fun. This is a good episode. question. That's a great question. Um, I'm into it. I think with this idea, we should keep going with this. Yeah, There's sure. probably, like, let us know what Paul's other gonna make a spread- spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a spreadsheet. Spread- you know, I love my spreadsheets. Yeah, so those are the ones we want. Yeah, that's what we want. You you figure it out. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> uh, Manny writes in, your boy is back. Okay, so... If you had three freak out cards that you were able to use in your lifetime for meeting a celebrity or someone you admire, who would you who would you use it on? Um, What's a freak out card? So here, I'm glad you asked. He <laughs> says, "Let me tell you." Uh, <laughs> so with this card, you can legit geek slash freak out. Uh, there will be no shade or judgment casted on you. Not that I would even care in the yeah. first place. You legit nerd out hard and boom, cast your card and carry on. You know what's funny about this? I saw um, Aziz was in my store though uh, yesterday. Oh, cool. Uh, he was with some bad chick. I was like, damn. Go ahead, Aziz. Shit. And she had asked me a question like right before I saw him. And she was like, where's the cashiers? Oh, she was accent? Ooh, she was like from Kensington or some shit. shit. I didn't mean to put your business out there. I don't even know what that there. is. <laughs> Aziz, I hope he wasn't scheming. <laughs> shit, he just blew it Allegedly, up. allegedly, it hot. Uh, Aziz was with this woman. Shit, made that too um, hot. But he was just like chilling and shit. And I was like, I wanted to say hi. Because I see him. I pass this guy all the fucking time downtown. He's in the city a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he lives in that area. Yeah, he must. Yeah. He must. Um, so I, like, I pass him all the time. But, you know, I just give him the head nod or whatever. But I would never freak out. <laughs> that's fucked up i would never freak out him but uh, i was talking about this and i was like who would make me freak out and i was like maybe ava mendez oh she's a legend you've in my liked heart. her for oh yeah ever I'll, I'll never stop since never i think stop. yeah yeah that's why i don't like uh her, her what husband uh the good looking dude from um 300 not 300 3000 3000 2000 blade runner 2000 oh What's his name? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, pretty man. Uh, yeah, they're together, and I hate it. I'm just hurt. That sucks. Um, yeah, I'll freak out. Wait, he, oh, so he, yeah, so he wrote in. I need. Uh, he. Wait, what did he put? I need time to think of my cards, but I would have Will Smith. That's a good one. Michael Jackson, if he somehow saw the ghost of Michael Jackson. Yeah. And Triple H. Uh, since MJ is gone, he'll need another one. So I feel the same way. I would freak out with Will Smith. Probably. Will Smith is like. He's, he's what he as you oh if you guys God. have ever listened to the show we're huge fans of Will Smith. <laughs> he's my favorite YouTuber. Yeah, he's my he's Instagrammer. like Instagrammer, social he does media. YouTube? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, he sure, does YouTube. He is like the YouTuber yeah. right now. Um, that's where he puts all the clips from. Yeah. Um, so him for sure. Who else? Would, oh, most deaf. Most deaf stuff. But I, but I know that he's very private and like chill. So I have yeah. to like internally freak the fuck out. No, you get the freak out card. Oh, freak out card, yeah. So maybe that's I'll what, fucking the whole scream point. into the sky. Yeah, and then no one's play he, the card. he wouldn't even like. He'd, he'd be just, like, "Oh, you know oh, what? Yeah, okay, cool. yeah, cool, cool." The, the, no, he puts it in his bag full of freak out cards. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Um, yeah, no, most of that's a good one. 
Uh, so my, my third one has to be like a celebrity crush. I don't have many celebrity crushes. Who oh. are you, who's your favorite terrorist house person? <laughs> oh my God. No. So you know what I was actually thinking about? I, I've been watching a lot of um, Fresh Off the Boat because there's a- um, Constance Wu. Constance Wu is She's my, one of my favorite crush right now she's the best part of that show 100 percent. i've only i watched up until like maybe the third season oh wow the kids got older and i was like i'm not into it but she was always <laughs> she was constant through the, like she's so she good. was constance oh Lee, shit. the best part of that show yo um, fuck that was good now nah, she's great and i'm i'm excited to see that new movie she's in yeah uh, yeah what's it called crazy, crazy rich, rich Asians. Asians. yeah so it looks yeah. really good so so me and yang want to yang wants to watch it because yeah. you know also for the culture yeah support culture, it throw some money yeah. at it but also like uh i agree she's the best part of that show but she's also like she's got like dimples she's, nah, she's super, super cute. cute yeah she's really good looking uh, so i might freak out if i saw her but um, i play the card and be she's cool she's an icon yeah uh, living <laughs> yo not even gonna lie like maybe like five years ago i uh jaden smith was in my store and oh. I like I freaked out like me and my friend Kim we were running out of the store chasing them around nice like secretly <laughs> and I was like I probably would use that then I was like this yeah. is half a w-. I kept saying that this is half a Will that's Smith true. that's half a Will right there because <laughs> I'm such a big fan of Will Smith yo Jaden's dope Jaden's amazing Jaden's dope uh I don't know who else I would freak oh, out I, I mean we've, we've met him though but Pharrell yeah Pharrell huge but influence the in thing life. about Pharrell he has this thing about making you feel like yeah you belong around me yeah he has that thing about it. It's like, everything's cool, man. Yeah, like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? Remember he was talking to us? Super nice, man. He talked to us about, like, yeah, I was just in the studio just now with, like, Azalea Banks or yeah. something. And he's like, yeah, we're working on this record right now. And then he was, like, talking to us about the record. To me, you, and Yang. Yeah. To, like, nobodies. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you know, and then whatever. And we're talking. And then I said something. And he was like, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Pharrell agrees with me. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, he has the, that way of making you feel like you're a natural woman. <laughs> Shout out to Aretha. Yo, R.I.P. to Aretha, man. Yeah, Damn. man. That's what I bring that up. Talk about, yeah. Talk about icons, man. Yeah. I've been watching a lot, like, people have been posting, like, crazy stuff. Like, she's definitely, like, if you had seen her, you know? That's freak out. That's that's a freak that's out card. That's a freak for out card. Sure, man. Yeah, legends like that. Like, if I would have met, I mean, MJ, too. If I would have met MJ, if I would have met Prince, if I would have <sighs> met, like, um, who else? Like, uh,. Who else have we lost? We, 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 we keep lost a lot losing of people. A lot of yeah. people man. Who, who do you like right now, like musically, that you might have like, you'd be like, oh, I'm a really big fan of yours. Maybe not a super freak out. I'm not a freak out person, though. That's yeah, the me thing. neither. I mean, so it's like, yeah, same. Yeah, so like either way, like I would use it, but I could freak out. I my, mean, my way of freaking out is maybe not knowing what to say. And then like, I might know. freak out with Will Smith. Oh, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. front. It's fucking Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Will Smith. <laughs> Yeah, I might freak out. But yeah, I also that, like that's I, a really good one. I was in the same position too where like I learned not to do it as a part of my job because mm. you can't freak out whenever you're like interviewing them. You have to be professional. Yeah. You can't be like a dickhead or you can't be like unprofessional. Like, let me get a selfie. When we got to when I was uh assisting you back in the day, uh we got to meet Wale and I was I'm I'm I was a huge fan at the time. Yeah. And like uh he's still one of my favorite lyricists, but same, like same. um <laughs> it was just like keeping that i was like yeah it's cool it's yeah cool. yeah what was yeah, that, i had yeah, yeah. so many questions for him i was just like right right <laughs> i was like yeah i haven't listened to your music like a lot yeah no like, oh, that's not, cool whatever. Like, i know every fucking word to this i don't know your first three mixtapes yeah. by heart exactly uh so yeah that, that's a good question yeah, um man. okay let us know who your who your your yeah mystery who's your card freak out is. card yeah uh levi uh, this is a quick one but yeah we talked about it off air last week and right because uh, we forgot 
but yeah, so Levi wrote in. He also sent me a link to an article about it, but he said, uh, talk about Terrace House. Yeah, for real. And I'm going to talk about Terrace House. Just give me like five minutes. You put me up on game because I don't want, I haven't really watched the show super, like a lot, but. There are a, there are a lot of things to love about Terrace House. I, I, I still highly recommend watching it, mm. um, especially as a, primarily I, I was watching it as a peek inside of like Japanese culture, specifically around the idea of like their social. Yeah. Uh, the social life and like the social interactions specifically with like when it comes to dating and stuff because that stuff is like still a mystery to me mm-hmm. also learning about people's backgrounds their aspirations like the way they view the world is is fascinating to me from uh people who are like ostensibly my age but come from like literally the other side of the world with a different culture different values yeah as an outsider you want to you just have that interest so. yeah it's super i mean so but with that in mind i think you can totally skip um aloha state which is the one that was in hawaii that was like when they first were like oh we have netflix money let's yeah. do like a one for the american audience i think that was like i think it's past it's, yeah. it, it, it's it has moments but like for the most part um the only like the only cool thing to come out of that show was lauren just like this half she, i don't think she even was japanese i think she just knew japanese yeah. um she's fine she's also a really cool artist cool cool but terrace house for the most part is such a fascinating look into the culture, but also how they view reality TV, because it's it's a very subdued show. It's very quiet. Things don't happen like they do on like the real world, for mm. example, or like Florida Bama Shore. Yeah, or no one's gonna spit in your face. No, <laughs> no one's puking in the bathroom at like four a.m. and like no fist pucks. fighting. Yeah, yeah, no pucks. Uh, <laughs> a lot of jacquises. Yeah, everyone's a jacquise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a jacquise, deep yeah. cut. Yeah, which I know about. Real World San Diego, my favorite season. <laughs> That's a deep shout cut. out to Jamie Chung. Jamie Chung. At me. Yeah. I, I forgot what Jamie Chung. Yeah, she's I, a she's a. I seen the actor. rise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucks with the vision. My fucking uh, middle school crush. Hell yeah, man. She's fine. But she's fine, no. so this show is basically like a really subdued version of that show, where like whenever something does happen, when there's right. a disagreement, or when there's like someone who, when there are two people who like each other, like every little nuanced thing is a huge deal and like and the, the, what makes this one this show really cool too is that it'll cut to a panel yeah it's a panel of like one two three four five six comedians six or seven comedians and they just talk about shit that happened so they recap things they they kind of give their perspective they're yeah. older so they have like a lot of perspective and one of them is younger and the other one's like about the same age and um it's funny it's fun times like they talk about stuff and they put things they contextualize some things so sometimes like uh, somebody will say something and as an American viewer you're like what and so, so some of them will have to be like oh we have American viewers now so this is what this means uh, or whatever I so it's you. really interesting that's pretty cool um, but this past season has been going so well like it's such a great show like it's such a, such a great season rather uh, with a great cast of roommates some of them are like people you like really dislike some of them are people you love uh, most of them are people you love and there was one couple like one couple that was formed th- uh, this season that was like so pure and like it, it was just so beautiful and like everyone's yeah. been like rooting for them you could follow and the cool thing is is like the, the show sort of happens in real time so you can follow them on instagram and you can see things that happen from the show like on instagram and so much so that like it comes out so quickly that sometimes on the show they'll be like oh i saw like the episode like they'll talk about the stuff that they watched with things happening in the house oh, cool. like from like months ago or whatever did you just go down all the way, uh, the way again did yeah, you fuck I, with, I yeah. touched it oh there it is yeah. Am I loud? Uh, no, you're fine. Um, so, like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw the episode or I saw this thing happen. Um, but in the in the most recent season, uh, or at least the, the newest batch that came out on U.S. Netflix, yeah. 
uh, two of the people, they've gone on a date and she, I'm not going to say who, I, I don't want to spoil it for you if, you if you decide to watch it, but it's it's really disturbing because the two the two people go on a date and he gets word that she wants someone who's a little bit more like assertive and you know like um more confident yeah. and, and like she's she says like she the way she phrases it like like more manly or whatever right and they go on a date and at the end of the night he's like they're like waiting for the cap to pull up and like he puts his arm around her and he like fucking grabs her head and like twists it into his face and like really aggressively like kisses her and she wasn't ready for it and she and she, she goes like what like she does like the natural reaction of like like Japanese girls that go like they go they just make a noise they go eh? and it's like it's kind of like a what what's happening and he like kisses her again like like it looks so uncomfortable because he's like mashing her head into and like his like, face puckered like yeah and she, even... she kisses she kisses him you know yeah. like, like I, and Yang was telling me like yeah you know if you're a girl in that situation you just kind of go along with it because wow. you know it's it's really frightening thing you just have to give in in a way right and then on the way back apparently like he says that they they kissed more in the cab or whatever but they get back to the house and she looks visibly upset like she looks like traumatized and she so much so that when they get back to the house the guys like they're all like a few of the roommates are hanging out in the in the living room he sits down on the couch and she sits down next to a completely different roommate by the fireplace and she looks like she saw a ghost wow and and you're watching it as a viewer and you're like oh my god like she's she's crying for help someone help her someone yeah yeah, and you're like oh my god and she's like this this uh lovable uh, cast member who's been on the show previously she's she's like making a returning visit and like she's very outspoken uh she's super cool like uh I, she's like probably my favorite member of the show so far mm-hmm. and the panel when they when they watch that part they go oh wow look at her she like she looks like she's finally like falling for him she looks like she's like giving him the look of a woman in love or whatever so all right and then the only cast member, the only panel member that goes, oh, but she, it looks like she didn't want that. Like she was like surprised. Oh, so, by okay. It. Someone, says someone so. brings it up, but then they go, oh no. But then she kissed him in the cab on the way home. So they were like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's fine. And it gives you an idea. Uh, and so Levi, shout out to Levi again. He yeah. sent me a, he sent me a link to an article, uh, posted by actually we talked about her before but um this writer who i really like emily yoshida yeah, yeah and she, uh she, i think it was for i forget what the publication was but um i can also probably drop the link into the discord if anyone's interested and wants to read it but um it was basically about that that one moment and me and yang we, we reacted so like viscerally to it that we were we were so disgusted that we spent like no lie like a few hours just talking about it like because it was so disturbing to see that thing happen yeah um and you know like normally especially from a show that you love like that you you don't expect that sort of thing to happen and so when it does happen it feels it feels so gross and like i have to find that i have to find the link I, i thought i retweeted it i guess i can't find it right now but um yeah so he sent me a link to it but but so she talks about it in the context of American viewers who are watching it who are probably going to feel the same way, right? Oh, it was for Vulture. Oh, okay. So I'll drop the link into the Discord. But, um... Oh, that looks like a fucking... <laughs> that looks like a fucking horror film. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> that, it, that it felt like it. It felt like it, It looks dude. like the beginning she of, like, right. fucking... Those Korean fucking horror revenge films. Yo, man. So that's the other thing about the show is, like, it's also, like, very beautifully shot. Yeah. The music's really good. Like, it, the production value is incredible. Like, there are definitely scenes where they, like, they have the people, like, crack that to crack that egg open again right here because we have yeah. an extreme close-up of it or whatever. So, um, but this piece that Emily wrote about, she it talks about how, like, you know, um, it, it's a peek into a culture that 
<clears throat> that's definitely way behind when it comes to this kind of stuff, especially socially. socially, especially now that we're in like during the Me Too movement and we're like we're talking about this shit and we're exposing people and like this shit's like that's it like like the Times Up movement, <clears throat> like it's a thing that when you see it firsthand and then you see people make excuses for it and then even when she was talking about it later with a, another roommate in the house, she's kind of going over it and and the other girl she's like reacting to the story of what happened almost like it was a fairy tale wow but she was talking about it like basically what happened right 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 and but the other girl was like oh that's so nice basically and and it's it's so tragic to see that shit happen on so a show that you she's love she's like trapped Ugh. in her culture yeah and she, like she must think like oh something's fucked up with me right you know yeah yeah and, and, and so bizarre and there's articles coming out recently about how like certain women in japan are passed up for jobs because uh certain people like people who are in, in positions to give those jobs are like no like she's gonna have to start a family one day so we're not gonna give this job to her or like certain certain universities like mm. doing things like that as well so it's it's a deeply rooted issue in the culture and yeah. like it sucks to see it as an american and as someone who, like, you know, when me and Yang watched that, we were like, what the fuck? We were so upset. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, my, I, my aunt moved there last year uh, for, yeah. uh, like, half a year. And uh, she was telling me, like, just, like, the, on the corporate level, she's, like, a boss here, you know? Right. But going over there, like, so she wears, like, fucking the, the Hillary Clinton pantsuits Suit, and shit. Yeah. And, like, you know? So over there, they got, you have to wear, like, a skirt, skirt and heels. Stockings. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the dead wind. Like, it's like, it's so bizarre. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. She was like, that little cultural, like, it's weird. Nuances is just hard to get over. I think so much of the culture is, is that it's, 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 it's stuck in the past. It's also mired in like, and it's just submerged in like the history of the country and like the, the and like the pride of a people. Yeah. And, it's unfortunate that like, you know, for a country that you oftentimes hear of being like this technologically advanced society with like very low crime and very, you know, all these other aspects to it that sound great. They're still really behind on things like immigration, like, you know, um, how they. Yeah, they're like they're fucking quote unquote nationalism. Yeah, they have their versions of like Trump and, and Nazis and like. Hell yeah. And, and, you know, this being. An extension of like that it is cool to male. to get cool things like this like these these oh, cultural shit. um like packages outside to the outside world and just like people get a glimpse i, I it is a step in the right direction but sure. it's just like i don't know how long will it take for a culture to, to to get like that because like i mean their neighbors like korea it's definitely you know past that even china you know like they've other asian countries who are you know powerhouses in the world right are not as socially awkward <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre yeah and i, I think that like interesting smarter people can definitely talk about this better but yeah for sure and we're, we're not the podcast yeah, for that <laughs> but like in in the in the context of terrace house it was so disappointing to see that stuff because it was like i don't know for a show that just had like a wholesome couple like uh, like get together yeah. and, and seeing all these really great things about the show that you love um it was. It's just still so disappointing. Not only to see that thing happen between two people in the house, but then to see it like excused by the the, the cast of yeah. the panel. When you said it, like when you were explaining it just now, I I assumed that it was maybe them covering, but nah, it was just them thinking that was right. That's what I. That's what I. I first told Yang. I was like, that's them saving their asses because right. like they 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 kind of know at some on some level that this is going to be viewed by you the world to. now because yeah. it's on it's Netflix now. It's like everyone's watching it, and it's also becoming this like huge thing. And um, it has to be 
a, a little bit of that, but previously, like on the show, I'm also going to wrap this up soon because I don't want yeah, this sorry. to be all about Terrace, <laughs> this House. Terrace House podcast. Yeah, but um, previously they've like apologized for other stuff where they're like, oh, we apologized in the previous episode where I might have gotten too excited about talking about this young girl. It's not what I meant. This is what I meant. Oh, okay. Or I apologize for using this word. That's not what I meant. I meant this word. So they've apologized for dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I am so curious, and that's why I'm so glad. Like, someone in the position of like Emily Yoshida is writing for the Vulture about uh, writing for Vulture about this about this incident because it's important. It's important for them to hopefully make enough waves to then. Uh, let me not use that phrase. That's kind of problematic. It's important to make enough of noise. Oh yeah, we're... <laughs> yeah. It's important to make enough noise for them to hopefully get it back to them and then realize like oh shit not only was that thing wrong but the way we excused it is even worse right because that's how that shit continues yeah that's and the complicit the shit. worst part is him like at the end of it when he's talking to the guys he was talking about it like oh yeah dude like i kissed her and then we kiss in the cab on the way home it's like it's perfect like she's in my pocket now like this mm. and that and then you cut to the girl talking about it in the room and she's like like reeling from the the trauma yeah and um it's fucked up, man. I think it's also important that like we see. Hopefully, like this is a this is a, a, t- a teachable moment, right? Like it's a teachable moment because it's like Netflix showing this show to the world, and then people outside of Japan reacting to it. Be like, yo, that's not okay, dog. Uh, yo, yo, Japan, <laughs> what the fuck? It's like it's like if you know how many times do we keep seeing them do like blackface on right, variety shows right, or whatever, right, right. and you're like, oh, wait, 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 on Japan, chill. Yeah, maybe don't do that anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. a history to that that like you should know about. And like, I remember I, I got into a discussion recently with someone about, you know, oh, well, is it really their fault? Like they don't really have that history there with like with black people or whatever, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that, I mean, I guess I can see that argument to an extent, but like we don't live in that world anymore. Like this is a, like this is a global world where like I can talk to somebody right now from Japan or like, you know, it, uh, it's just like we're we're so much more connected now that we should have enough respect for other people to yeah. not do that kind of shit anymore. And the same goes for men and women. Like, if she doesn't want to return that kiss, don't fucking grab her head and headlock her. People are calling it the headlock kiss. Oh, on uh, Yang was showing me his Instagram, and on a, on a couple of the comments, people were being like, "Hey, like, stop sexually assaulting your castmates or whatever." <laughs> so people are making it known. Yeah, and I think that's important. Is to just like. Make that sh- let that shit be known, and let's move forward. Let's move forward. Hopefully, they can learn from this. Hopefully, they can actually respond to this. Because if, if I keep like, I was done with the show. Like when, after Where? it happened, I was like, "Yang, I can't watch the show anymore." Like that shit got me so tight. I was like, "I can't watch the show anymore." But now I want to watch it just to see how they respond. Mm. Because that's like, if they don't respond, or if they respond in a shitty way, then I'll be like, "Okay, I gave you a chance. Now I'm done with the show." So this is like a weekly show. Um. No, they release them in batches. So okay. they release them like I think like ten episodes a batch, but so it's easily bingeable. But watch Boys and Girls in the City first. That's like the the first one that came to Netflix, and then I, I would say skip Aloha State. That season is trash. And then watch this one's called Opening New Doors. I think uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Opening New Doors. That's cool. And this one's cool too because it's like the that other season that takes place in Tokyo, and this one takes place in uh, like another like part of. Uh, Karuizawa, it's like a um, resort town. It's like a snowboarding town, so it's really pretty, picturesque. But um, yeah, watch Terrace House. But then also, like, I'm so curious to find out what people think about this. Like Levi, especially, we we've been meaning to talk about this, but we haven't had a chance yeah, to. So. But I need someone to vent about this with, and uh, I I vented about it on Twitter. I was like, I can't believe this, this is disgusting. Um, but you know, it's just also that was also my small vain attempt at trying to see if like 
I don't know, maybe maybe on the show they'll be like, we saw some video producer <laughs> like bitching about this. Maybe we should feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, it's good, though, that you, you know. Yeah. Uh, and our last question, know. yeah, our last question comes in from Suhel. Um, or he has a couple questions. Uh, one of them is, this is a long episode, but you guys don't mind. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, first question is, would you ever do a VR movie? Like maybe roam around your favorite universe, something like The Town in Back to the Future? Yes. I would uh, totally do that. I would do a VR movie. Uh I've been like really into <clears throat> lately um diving back into the Douglas Adams yeah dude realm of things the heart of gold walk on the heart of gold yeah that'd be dope that'd be really cool I would love to I mean I I thinking about this now it, it totally exists and it's it's in Orlando Florida but uh the Harry Potter universe oh, yeah. like the first time walking through like Hogsmeade or there was like a, the the ride one of the rides I think it's like the main ride um, when you're walking through Hogwarts and you're walking up the staircase and some of the photos are, mo- some of the paintings are moving. Yeah. I, that was a fucking childhood dream come true. Like I wanted I mean, to go to Hogwarts so bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm here. It exists. That's a good one. It's like, it's just like, it tricks your brain a little bit. We also did that thing. Did you do that thing uh, at Stan's? The, um, a couple of like the Ghibli movies. It was like a VR yeah, I thing. I didn't get to do that. That one. was cool. That was a cool. Yeah. That yeah, was cool. Just the idea of that is really cool. Seeing the Howl's castle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they fly over you like, whoa. Oh, man. Trying to think what else. Um, I would love to be in like a, also I've been, <clears throat> that this is a Twitter account and they go through all the, um, the uh, Super Sentai Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I just saw it pop up on my Twitter feed. Yeah, those things are great. But just, like, knowing the history of those and, like, also reading your coworkers' um, uh, story on, like, the um, the Sailor Moon. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was supposed to come out. And, like, just hearing all that stuff has been, like, I would love to be in a, like, a movie or, like, a show oh of, like, seeing the monster attack angel grove or some shit oh my you know? god like, dude you so that would be so cool man. first of all you need to go to the vr zone in they have that in uh i forget where it, it's in tokyo okay it's like where yakuza takes place um we went to the vr zone in tokyo and they had i think i talked about it on the show there's like the gundam thing yeah and I was and like, like sitting in the, the hand, gun, yeah, yeah like I was in his hand, and we were like fighting like a hundred feet in the air, like or two, three hundred feet in the air, like over Tokyo, and he's like fighting another Gundam, and every time it hit him, it like you know it rumbled, it had to hold on to his thumb, um, <laughs> and then Yang played uh, an Ava Evangelion VR zone thing, and those things are freaking incredible, yeah. like it's it's because you're you're sitting in this apparatus that's like his hand and it vibrates and it moves every time. And like, there's wind blowing on you. So you feel like you're, it's like nighttime in Tokyo and you're fighting another Gundam in the air. Like it's unbelievable. That would be cool. Like if they could do it where you're, you're inserted into these iconic scenes in movies where like, maybe like you're in like seven and you're at that. What's in the box? Yeah. You're in that scene. Like (laughs) you're just kind of like an observer, like on the ground, like, or maybe in the helicopter like watching it oh go down God. and you can just kind of see them and maybe hear them, you know, cause it's over the radio or whatever. Yo, that's incredible. That would be cool. Like that's a good idea, man. I think they need to, I don't know how they could do that, but like have a 3d fucking Morgan Freeman. <laughs> like put your gun down. <laughs> I can't do it. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> shit. I need to think about that. Yes. You're on some next level shit. That's that good. That'd be cool. Like just insert yourself in like the scene or like, I was watching, uh, I showed Brie Alien for the first time, which is always my treat to like, I love when people haven't seen dope movies yeah. so you can show them. 
and yeah. be the one to like watch it. Like I'm watching them and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I like I watched her face the whole time. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Wait, watch this part. <laughs> no, don't use the bathroom. Come yeah, 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 yeah. So um, she loved it. But nice. like just being in the the scene with the ta- the chest burster comes out, or like you know, or like in the cell where with like Hannibal Lecter when she's Ooh. talking to him. Like maybe you're in the cell next to them and you're just like looking. Oh my god! Or you're sitting right next to her. Yeah. And he's talking to the two of you, and he kind of glances at you a little bit <sighs> sometimes. Like I know you're there. That'd be fucking cool. I'm trying to think of like other scary ass movies. Um, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many so you can many. do with this. You know, like Blair Witch. Blair Witch. You're walking around the house at the end. And you're just like, oh shit, what the fuck? Why are you get out of the corner, bro? <laughs> are you peeing? <laughs> uh, all right. His last question is. Is there a movie? Is there a movie or a series you find yourself going back to rewatch often? I have done it with anime, but I rarely ever go back to watch a show over. Uh, what is it? Series? Is, is there a movie or series? Yeah, uh, I was talking about the, uh, yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before the uh, the famous voice actor and, and uh, Japanese voice. I, I can't remember his name. I could easily look it up, but uh, he did the voice for Jet. Yeah, and uh, I was just watching clips of like. The Cowboy Bebop, and I've watched that series maybe five times. Uh, I know it by heart. Uh, it's a great film, and uh, he's done countless other voices that you probably know something of. Um, and uh, I think he did the voice for Hi Hachi. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had like a pretty impressive, insane catalog. He was Professor Oak. Professor Oak. That's pretty cool. His name is Unsho Ishu Ishizuka. Yeah. Um, but he's got like literally hundreds of characters under his belt. I guess he's he was an OG in the game. Rest in peace of the god. Um, yeah. So like definitely Cowboy Bebop. I watch over and over. Yeah. I watch. I can watch movies over and over. It depends Same. on the movie for sure. But I can like just go to it like this will never fail. Nope. I've watched you know? Rush Hour two probably a thousand times yeah. by now. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Like there are some action movies I can watch over and over again. Um. I mean, we talked about National Treasure. I've seen that movie a billion times. Yeah. Uh, like stupid movies, like Love. not even like you know, intellectual. No, like, power like the Fast and Furious movies. Another oh, series I can watch over and over again. Like, no, re- no fast, real series fast though. Fast yeah, I, I don't go back to series often, but I, I do want to go back to. Uh, I have watched Samurai Champloo a couple times. I've I, watched Smallville a couple times. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to go back to GTO because how how fondly I remember that series. Like when I first watched it, I want to watch it again with like. Just knowing what's going to happen is kind of fun. Speaking of anime, sorry, I, I meant to do this at the top of the show, but I, I caught up on my hero. I oh, thought, I'm, I'm I, still I, catching up. I thought it was, I thought it was a hundred or <laughs> nah. two hundred episodes. No, nah, it's like it's like fifty. Or yeah, it's like yeah. 50. I was like putting it off because I was like, I'm never going to get through nah, this shit. Man. And I like yesterday, day before yesterday, I like bit, binged a couple. That episodes. show I was moves. like, oh, I'm caught up. That what show moves hell? too. Like it doesn't linger it's too great. long. Yeah, it's a great show. Yo, catch up, son, so we can talk. Yeah, about I got, I'm gonna catch up. Maybe next week. Yo, we should also start our bonus podcast. I know we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, but we maybe we'll do, do a My Hero. Act. Maybe maybe let's pick an anime, and we'll do that. And and we'll like we'll watch it with the with the audience. That'd be dope. Maybe we'll do like season one recap. Yeah, and we'll break it down each I'm episode. Down. All right, cool. Let's do that. Uh, all right, jumping into feeling oh, yeah, it for the yeah. week. We'll keep this one short and sweet because we're we're running a little over. But uh, feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, so I, I discovered this a week before, um, but uh, Silk City. You ever heard of them? The strip club? No, it's uh, it's Diplo and uh, Mark Ronson. Oh, okay. They have a little group together. Nice. And they make dope music, a lot of like house and dance music. But uh, they came out with this this song called Loud. And it's fucking phenomenal. It's, good. it's really good. It's uh, Gold Link and Designer. 
Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the weird noises and yeah, shit. Yeah. It's good to see him making music. Yeah, where's he been? I don't know. Designing. I mean, <laughs> designing shit. Um, but Gold Link is great. Oh, and the, the beat is like a classic kind of like house beat. And it's just, it makes me smile. And don't look at me while I'm walking down the street and this shit is on. I'm like <laughs> bopping and shit. Yeah, like, dude. I'm Sometimes you can't help I'm in a video. Like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, but that's my, I, it's short, but it's good. It's nice. called Loud. Dope. Silk City. Go check that shit out. Dope. I'm going to actually, I, I love Gold Link. So yeah. I'm absolutely going to check this out. Um, mine is also a pretty short one. I've, I like, I kind of have a morning routine whenever like Yang is not completely knocked out or sick or whatever. Um, I just put on the news. I got, like, I have two Google homes. Yeah. I don't want to say the word because I don't want to set them off. Hey, what's up, Like, what's up, Holmes? <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's a trigger word for it. Um, what's up, fool? And it, uh, <laughs> hi, Paul. <laughs> it just like head nods. Um, yeah, so I do, when I, when I say good morning, it tells me like the weather and it tells me like, um, and it like, it plays like a, a list of things that I have like predetermined of like things that happen. So it's like NPR shit. And it's yeah. like, but there's one podcast that Yang put me onto recently that I, I, I knew of, but I never listened to it. It's called up first. It's like a 15 minute podcast. It basically tells you everything that's happening in terms of like U S and like, uh, it's mostly like U S related, but sometimes we'll have some global stuff in there, but it's like really brief, everything you need to know, uh, yeah. to kind of start your day. Um, and it's really helpful just to kind of keep and keep a, it's, I think it's important to, you know, keep your eye on what's happening and, and things that might affect you personally. Even if it doesn't, I think it's good to know, uh, things just that are going stay on. Stay abreast. Yeah. Stay abreast to everything. Cause it's like, there's so much shit happening nowadays that it's hard to kind of keep up. And, and if you, if you have 15 minutes every day to just kind of keep you posted, I think it's good. I think it's good to just stay, stay in the know. Um, it's good. It's just good to be. I like, I like that. Knowledgeable. Yeah. I forgot yeah. to, uh. Oh, here it is. It's nicely um, loaded up. It's going to start by accident. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh... Oh, uh, yeah. So, just to wrap it up... Uh, uh, Loud by Silk City. Nice. And mine is the uh, Up First podcast. Oh, yeah. We pump it today. Feeling it. Go watch Silk City and fuck Tara's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you should watch it. That's you good. Watch it. Watch it. Um, all right, cool. So before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Um, I've deleted everything. No, I haven't. I kind of want addicted to, to. I'm addicted to the Twitters. I'm super addicted to it. Yo, I talked about it before. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. No, it's fine. But I'm dead serious about getting one of those like Nokia phones. So those are just just phones. Just call and text. Yo, let's make a phone company called Just Phones. Now, life won't be this. Surprise. Those <laughs> shits are like four hundred dollars, though. I know. There's so much. But they bread. are nice, though. They're super nice. They're super nice. But also, I'm just getting like a Nokia. Ooh. Like the, the new ones that like that they're like the re, they're like the refresh of the old ones. I like that. It's pretty Play cool. Some snake. Yo, Gain it's some nice. Weight. Eat some snake. I just like sometimes I just don't want to deal with Twitter. I don't want to deal with Instagram. I know. I just want to cut off. But why isn't it just as easy just to delete the shit? Why can't we do that? Why won't our brains just let us delete it? Why wait, we have to have like we can't get to it. But even if you have like your phone, I know you still have like games. You still have your browser. Like I it's know. still so easily accessible that if you just cut it off cold turkey, it's just easier to just like, hey, let me go walk down I'm the street. One hundred percent a slave to it, man. It sucks, dude. It. <laughs> People, yeah, it sucks. Like Brie, today she was like, "You love Twitter." I was like. No, I should be paying you affection and love, but even when you're out with people or, or you're in a meeting or something, you look around and people are like on their phones. It's yeah. like, yo, put your phone down. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. I'm sorry. So how can people find uh, you online? Yeah, you can find me <laughs> online on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Cappy Can't Lose. That's C A 
P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. I forgot how to spell. That's all right. Um, yeah, hit me up, man. I'll follow you back. Nice. Uh, I mean, you can follow me, but um, I mean, why? He's about to delete why? the shit. He's why? about to have a Nokia only. Yeah, Now, Paul got some good shit, man. I, on, on occasion. Okay. Um, I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Polymayo, P-O-L-I-M-A-Y-O. It's not Mayo. Yeah, stop saying that shit. I don't know why people say that You guys just start hitting people. Anytime someone says tomato now, I feel like I got enough, uh, I got enough, um, umph yeah to be just like oh it's tomato oh you have to it's like don't your name is your name my name is my name and if you know you know yo it's all you got man really right so i I hate it when people get their name mispronounced and they don't correct them especially like new people at jobs and shit like yo say something just say some shit man it's actually tomato (laughs) 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 you got no vowels in that motherfucker (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah so it's tomato uh Pauli Mayo. Pauli Mayo. All right. Um but thanks for listening this week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to tune in to our stream. Maybe this week we might do it. Maybe Wednesday. Yeah, we might give you something cuz I don't know if an episode's coming out this Monday. Next Monday. Right. This gonna... Monday. Tomorrow's today is coming out. Yeah. Cuz you're listening to it right now. But next weekend we have a wedding. Yeah, someone's getting married. Someone's someone's making a real Some dumb idiot decision. Is fucking doing something <laughs> what stupid that you should never do. Yeah, or if anything maybe we'll just be late. Maybe we'll record it on yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wednesday, maybe? Get Wednesday. Thursday? Yeah, who knows? We'll double up that week. It's tough, man. This It's the summertime. It's also like wedding, wedding season. season. Yeah, I got like four weddings coming up. Bro. Dog, don't even remind me, man. I'm so poor. I'm popped. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, send them to <laughs> questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, also, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Oh, if, yeah, that's cool. If you're on iTunes, if you're on Apple a Podcasts, if you could take a minute to rate and review the podcast, that would be amazing. It really helps to spread the word. Thank you to also anyone who's been um, reviewing the show. We, I, I keep an eye on them. I check them out every week. So anytime a new one goes live, I know who you are, and I really, really appreciate it. Maybe I'll start reading them on the show because I love you guys so much. But um, And if you like the show, I want to help keep it going. If you like it even more than that, you can yeah. go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the optional where you can donate to the show. Give us a dollar. That's so. Give us a dollar a month. Uh, that would be amazing. That would be cool. Um, it, helps us, you know, it helps us keep the show running. Yeah. Um, our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can also find the show and share yeah, with Yeah, blast friends. that out. Put that out there. I mean, yeah. Also, if you have, if you're on Twitter and you're following us, if you retweet us, man, that means the world to us. It will mean the world to us. Thank you to everyone who's been retweeting it and stuff, showing us love and spreading the word. We really appreciate that. Yeah, we love you. Uh, as always, we're on Facebook and Twitter at the Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. Shout out! Shout to out Levi. to Levi. You can you can find him on Twitter at l e underscore p a c k. And until next time, everybody. Yo, peace. Peace. Love. Hair grease and all that good stuff. And uh, cocoa butter and wash your teeth. Wash your ass. Peace. (laughs) Wash your ass. (laughs)